0: I'm Just Being Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this true food for thought. Today's podcast of the Just Being Honest podcast is brought to you by U.S. Cryotherapy, It's all about recovery these days, guys. We know you're hitting the pavement, being summertime. We know you're getting onto the swimming pools, hitting the trails, going for a hike, going for a bike ride. You may be feeling some uh, stagnant energy, a little bit of soreness here and there, maybe some inflammation. So pop into U.S. Cryotherapy, use, just being honest, or mention my name, Katherine Brown, And get a huge savings, $29 for one flow treatment, which is normally $55, or $35 for a full facial cryo treatment. You can't get any better than that. Looking young, looking prime, get with it. Especially being summer, you want to glow, right? Alright, U.S. cryotherapy, but moving on today, talk about... Being young, forever young, we've got three amazing, beautiful entrepreneurs on the show. The co founders, the siblings of LA Urban Farms. This is a huge treat today and may add a little bit delicious as well. They talk all about seed to harvest, seed to harvest. And I'm not just talking about growing some kale in some aeroponic garden towers. They talk about how that came about, but they talk about how they're transforming LA to start with, just LA, and how they're also touching people all across the country, all across the world with their aeroponic tower gardens. They talk about how they started and how they set up, let's just say, an urban farm On what used to be the smoking space on top of a rooftop in LA. And now they're purifying that air with their urban farms. They talk about how they're making a huge impact on the selection and the choices that are going into your restaurants. From working hand in hand with those chefs. You're not going to want to miss this. Because it's a bigger message that we're going to be preaching here. It's about bringing families together, and about teaching our young generation what it exactly means to basically do something from your heart. You're not going to want to miss one second of this podcast, and plus it's pretty exciting. Um, Grab your notepads, get your pens, click them on, we're diving in, we're jumping in, We're going to become little bunny rabbits today. LA Urban Farms, the JBH podcast is starting right now. Hi guys, this is your host, KB, your health, nutrition, and positive lifestyle manifestation coach, wait, I didn't say that fast enough. Manifestation Coach. There we go. Happy day to you all. The sun is shining. It feels like summer here in Southern California. I could not be any happier. So I hope wherever you are in the world, maybe you're on a yacht listening to this, maybe you are in North Dakota, who knows? I hope you are enjoying this summer weather we have upon us. So when I think of summer, I cannot help but thinking of nature. I can't help but thinking of, honestly, growing up in the Midwest and of our backyard gardens flourishing, flourishing. We had a lot of land. My dad still has a lot of land. I could visit him this week. And he always has um, volunteers sprouting about. So volunteers like watermelons. Um, you know, lemon balm, mint, anything, tomato plants. But here in Southern California, we don't always get the opportunity to have so much land to flourish and to just, you know, breathe the abundance of growing these fresh produce on. So we're going to dive in. We're going to get deep because, oh, and we're going to get honest our guests today three of the wonderful beautiful vibrant ladies that have started a company called la urban farms now if you haven't heard about them check them out i'll have all their information in the show notes so no need to fret but grab your pen and paper right now they're gonna tell us about company they started that has grown into a ginormous company kind of like their product so without further ado let's talk about gardening but gardening in the space that you have ladies welcome to the just being honest podcast Wendy Jennifer and Mel of LA Urban Farms how are you we're great.
1: We're so happy to be
0: here with you today. Thank you so much, Catherine, for having us. Yes, of course, of course. And I know we have four of us total on the line. So, JBH listeners, it may it a little jumbled at times, but just peel those ears open and we'll get all the information to you. So, let's just, without further ado, let's kind of crack into this. So, you guys, you ladies started this company, LA Urban Farms, together. What got you
1: started? So, oh gosh, what got me, what it got us started was actually, um, I had been looking to find a passion. And my I have three children, Jessica, Tara, and Chase. And my youngest, Chase, was a senior in high school and getting ready to graduate. And, you know, I um, had worked before selling real estate. And of course, my passion was always my friends and my family, but i would never really had, you know, a work passion. So i had been looking to find something that I would be really passionate about and it would bring a lot of joy for this you know, next chapter of my life as my kids were getting older. And I feel so lucky because um, my daughter Jessica actually was at NYU and she had, um, was creating her own major all about sustainability and environmental awareness and she had come home on break, and she was preparing for what was called her colloquium, it was like a thesis, mm-hmm. and it was based on um, 20 books that, that she had put together to create this major, and so she was home for like three weeks, and we came up with a plan, and we decided to sit in the backyard every day for 20 days straight out in our little day bed, and I would pretend like I was a teacher, and you know she was a student, and she would share one book a day with me all about you know, sustainability, And so I was so lucky because by the end of those 20 days, I really got to, you know, have an understanding about what she had been studying over these four years. And so, you know how, like, for example, maybe if you're getting married, you notice China. If you're having a baby, you notice strollers. Well, I was noticing everything to do, you know, with sustainability. It was really on my radar. And so I was just in Santa Barbara, and I was returning um, a pillow to an antique store and i was on the way to pick up my mother and my sister jen who's on the phone uh, from the airport and i couldn't believe it i passed by you know these vertical gardens that were growing right in a parking lot in front of a cafe and i'd never seen anything like them before and i just thought oh my gosh jessica would love one of these for her birthday because in you know in talking about sustainability we've been talking about vertical gardening and so I just stopped to ask if I could buy just one for her for her birthday, and I was so lucky because I met the cutest urban farmer, his name was Iggy, Aww. and uh, he's just adorable. And he took the time to like explain the technology to me and answer all my questions, and so I, I bought the one garden, and I came home, and I, I told Jessica about it and told my husband about it, and I said, you know, I think I might have found a little business idea. And my husband's always been such a supportive husband and, you know, we've, I've had many thoughts and ideas of things I wanted to do over the years and was always so supportive. He we said, well, you know, let me come take a look. And so the next weekend I brought him back to Santa Barbara, you know, with Jessica and my husband and the whole family. And, and within five minutes, I mean, he really got that this was a global idea and that now, you know, the possibilities, you know, for where you could grow your own food were endless. And so we got super excited about it and, you know, we, first you know ordered three gardens just for our own backyard and you know started growing with them you know in our own backyard and we couldn't believe it like you know like within 21 to 28 days we basically had like a farmer's market in our backyard and we had never grown I had never grown anything before in my whole life and actually had fake plants in my house and so it was so exciting to think that we could actually do this and we started making like green smoothies and you know grilling vegetables and making these healthy salads and so he thought, gosh, this this is something we really would love to share, you know, with other people. And so we reached out to the developer of the technology, who um, actually he had actually uh, worked at Walt Disney World. Oh. Um, he was the lead horticulture manager for um, an attraction called the Land at Epcot, actually, where they grow plants from all over the world with many different hyd- hydroponic systems and over 100 different food crops. And he just had a wealth of knowledge and, and of expertise. And he flew out from Florida and met with us and. We thought, gosh, you know, even though we don't really have this experience of, you know, growing plants and, and have a horticulture degree, he had all this expertise and knowledge. And we thought and together we could really be successful. And, and that's how we started L.A. Urban Farms.
2: Wow. So I'm always
1: so grateful. I'm always so grateful for that pillow. You know, that I was right. And, and
2: I, I still remember, actually, because I was, this is Jennifer, I was flying in to, to visit Wendy for um, summer. And I was I'll never forget getting off the plane and the first thing Wendy said to me when, when I got her on the phone was you you will not believe what I just saw. That's
0: yeah. true. You're like, What? Loch Ness
2: Monster? <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> know? Okay Literally so- I
1: picked me up and took me there and I, I fell in love with it immediately as well. I know. And then Melanie, uh, one of the first gardens that we ever uh, shipped out was, you know, to Jen and Mel in Florida. So it was so fun because even though I saw it, you know, here in Los Angeles, we were all right together from the very beginning.
0: So how did you ladies, let me step back. How did you ladies um, become friends,
1: you know, because you all live in different areas? Jen's my sister. She's my baby oh. sister. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so that's what's so sweet about this is not only did I find a passion, but I get to share it with the people that I love. So Jen's my sister. And Melanie's my cousin slash sister. So, oh. And, yeah, <laughs> actually my real cousin, but more like a sister now. So, yeah. Um, So that's so much fun. And so we get to, you know, have this passion that we get to share together and share it with our family and with my children, too, and and with all of their children, my nieces and nephews and cousins.
2: And and I can honestly say, and I know Melanie will, will say this as well, but it's been absolutely the biggest blessing to do
0: this
3: together. So much
2: fun. Yeah, you know
0: what? So let's talk about family businesses, because we all know there are family businesses that exist out there, and they're not always there's some reason I when I think of family businesses, I think of like construction or like steel, but this <laughs> is like, this is like authentic earthing, grounding, connecting with nature, connecting with a higher higher power. Like I know me, I'm an earth child. Like through and through, I'm an earth child. People are like, what do you eat for breakfast? I'm like, literally I eat greens, I eat coffee, you know. All that stuff, I'm an earth child, that connect and it connects you with that higher power, and it's very spiritual, so it's different than any other family business, so I can see how it's totally binding between all of you guys, and especially with your families as well, because it's so, you're always learning. You're always learning, and you can spread that, like, you know that you're really doing good with your product.
2: No, you feel like you're doing something impactful and positive, and, you know, it's been wonderful because we all have different backgrounds. Yeah. Wendy was in real estate before. I was actually an attorney before in Los Angeles. Oh. Melanie was an operating room nurse, oh. and we all still do those things. But like, we're now doing something that we're truly. It's not that I didn't love what I did before, but mm-hmm. I never had like this level of passion where I literally couldn't wait to wake up. Or sometimes I'll get a text, and because of the time difference being in Florida and Wendy being in LA, we'll get we'll text all night long. You'll hear ding, and but it's never <laughs> like you don't want to look at your phone because it's something exciting, and it's such. I, I've never felt this excited about anything I've done outside of obviously being a mom, where I literally can't wait to see what the next day is going to bring us and who we're going to meet and talk to. And, you know, we all have kids. So to be able to, like when you were talking about the family business aspect, yes. to me, there's businesses that you could do as a family that you could involve your children in as well. And it's just been, it's been a joy, but working with Wendy, you know, as my sister and Melanie as my cousin, and we're all best friends has literally been the biggest gift.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, seriously. So, okay. So in this partnership, would you say there is, because I know you guys are equal in this, you, would you say there is a ringleader and what, what are your exact roles? Like how do you guys kind of disperse, um, different tactics? Um, is one person kind of like more of the marketing? Um, explain
1: this to me. Sure, and I was just going to go back if it's okay, and just kind of yeah. add to to what Jenna just said about the family. And Mel, I would love for you to add too because it's so fun to hear this part. Because this is the part that really is so joyful, is that you know when we first started the first rooftop farm that we had here in Los Angeles, which was on the old commercial office building of the Google, the old Google, the old Google building here in Santa Monica, and it was the first. Um, Aeroponic rooftop farm on a commercial office building here in Los Angeles. Actually, Jessica, my daughter, actually helped you know start that farm on that rooftop, so I got to do it with her, which was just—I mean—it was so unbelievable that we got to start this here in Los Angeles together. And then my daughter Tara, actually, um, went to Culinary School in Santa Barbara, nice. and so she just she loves the garden so much, and she's getting ready to set up a farm, you know, right in uh, Santa Barbara, and to grow for a lot of the five-star resorts, you know, in the Montecito and Santa Barbara area. And then my son Chase is actually, you know, at USC where we have, you know, one of our largest farms there um, where we grow for the executive chef on campus. And so it's so fun. And I, I went to USC, too, so to sort of see this be full circle with my son at USC and to get to share it with, you know, him and his friends when I'm on the campus and everything. I mean, I just I, we feel like we could not have found, like, a, a better business that would allow everybody that we meet, all of our friends and families, to be involved with. That's what we just love so much about it. It's just- and, Wendy,
2: what, I, I'm not going to say this is true, but was the farm strategically placed behind Chase's dorm so you could see him a little bit more? Yeah. No way. <laughs> it's so true.
1: and It is true. And actually, that <laughs> dorm is the dorm that I lived in when I went to USC. Oh. So that was my dorm, so it's so full circle. Oh. So I love it. Actually, I call my kids on the website. They're the founding farmers. So yeah. it's so fun. And, Mel, I would love for you, Mel, to share about the girls because it's so much fun to hear that part too.
3: Well, I, I have um, three daughters and I homeschool all three of them, which has been such a blessing and so much fun. And working with Jen and Wendy has made it even that much more possible and given my girls so many more adventures than they would have had otherwise. But, um, you know, I I personally never thought I'd be doing this after 20 years in the operating room. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I said, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot like nursing. I'm taking care of plants as opposed to post-operative patients now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but so, you know, the, the nurturing and caring thing that I have that I like to do has spilt over into this profession. And, um, it's so much more a passionate hobby than it is a job. You know, and-
0: what? let me interrupt you and then you can continue. And that is what we need everyone uh-huh. in the world to be doing their passion, you know? So, okay, keep going.
3: (laughs) Uh, Well, I was just going to, I'll just quickly say, um, you know, my oldest daughter had terrible food allergies and my middle daughter, she, I couldn't force her to eat a salad. And my youngest, um, you know, just didn't like vegetables. So up to date, speed up a few years. They all three have a garden that they all three take care of um it gives them responsibility and it's really fun because kids they grow their own food they eat, they eat it and um my youngest she can easily tell you how to self-pollinate a cucumber oh, how old is she and, um, she just turned 6 oh i love it
2: you got our sorry to you have to go to the um our instagram account because she's kind of our little spokesperson about how to to garden and she's unbelievable her, her
3: name is Ellie and she starts all her little videos as um hi ellie here you oh know, and gosh today i'm gonna to teach you how to self-pollinate a cucumber or this whatever is it is thing. Yeah, but my kids love it i mean kaylin my oldest you know she grows what she likes to eat on her garden uh sophia grows what she likes ellie grows nothing but cucumbers on hers and turns them into pickles
2: I'm and,
3: yeah and, and and the best part about it catherine is they get to go everywhere we go there's nowhere that we can't take them and they i mean jen and i Co-teach a class at the University of Florida. My three girls, her kids, Nick and Alexa, they come with us and they teach, you know, college students how to harvest, how to seed. Um, you know, it's just been it's just been awesome.
0: I love that. You know, you when you um, Mel, when you were explaining that you homeschool. Um, my sister in Southwest Kansas does the same thing. She has three children and her oldest is, um, going to turn seven in a couple, gosh, about a week and a half. And she, same thing. And they're always in the kitchen. She has them learning. Um, they probably could tell me more than I would even know about certain things. Um, and it's the same thing. It's once you get these kids hands on, it's not about, it's not like school where they're, you know, unfortunately these days people, kids are, dreading going to school but more of the fact that they're like kids will kids want to learn kids want to learn and they want to really regurgitate and teach other people what they know um and what better way to do it than doing it something that they're actually making an impact they're saving lives like you guys are saving lives here well we love like at my my even though i homeschool my
3: my youngest and my middle they go to like a little co-op um a couple times a week and we have gardens at you know at their co-op and we we do an elective at their co-op once a week we have like 15 elementary age kids or more you know going Jen and I it's our it's our most fun favorite thing to do is to teach the kids and from anywhere from kindergarten to college age so you know it's not just our kids that it's impacting you know we're going into the schools as much as we can and and teaching them Jen
2: Oh, and absolutely. And I was going to say, it's so much fun because I actually have uh, two children as well that love it. And, like, my son is in high school, and he actually just started a club at his high school about urban farming. Wow. So it's it's neat to see just the impact that it's had on, on the younger kids up to the high school level kids, to the college students. And I think it's really neat, too, to see, like, you know, the, our, our children that go in and they're interacting with chefs, and they're interacting with, like, you know, management people at hotels and professors at the universities, and actually developing those interpersonal skills as well, actually having to talk to people at this age about not only themselves, about what what they're doing and why they're doing it. So it's just, it's been really just a great, um, a great thing for all of us. Like our, our entire family from the three of us to our kids to, to my, you know, I have some, you know, nephews and nieces that, you know, that are doing this as well. Wendy and I have a nephew in New York that actually started a, a club at his school, right. In the Manhattan It's now growing on the rooftop of his school and his high school. And they're growing, you know, teaching, he's teaching kindergartens, you know, kids that are actually in a city like New York that they can grow their own food on a building. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's really neat. I mean, I I have to tell you that it's been such a um, such a journey for us to do this together, and I feel like we're just kind of at the beginning. I mean, you can feel the momentum yes. of what we're doing. I think it's because we're just so happy doing it. It's like literally it's been the best thing that's that's happened to my family, and the, I think I speak for all three of us because it's you. You wake up and you feel like I'm going to do something positive today, and I'm not going to just do it by myself. I'm going to do it with my my two best friends Wendy and Melanie and my kids and and all of you know all of our our family so it, it, and, and we get to talk to you Catherine I'm sorry I'm going on but I did get a little bit excited about it like you never know where it's going to take you like how cool is this that it's a Sunday and we're meeting you and we're talking to you and you know and it's we're, always the best part we
1: say are the people that we meet along the way for sure
0: you
2: know, well, I
0: love it. And my- the thing is, you need to get excited about this. So do, never apologize about getting excited about something because that is, that is, especially for me, and pretend I'm the consumer because I would be the consumer. And that's how I know that it's a really valuable product. You know, it's like you're so excited about it. Like, wow, I'm going to get excited about it too, you know. And <laughs> I want to learn about it too because now I'm just imagining this like, you know where i could put one in my life like you know like can i put it on my little balcony does it have to have full sun exposure you know what i mean so (laughs) i'll tell
1: you
3: so awesome my 12 year old i mean in this and she i i mean everybody thinks they're blessed and everybody's a little biased about their own kids but she's truly amazing and um she literally with tears, like, in her eyes, literally said to us one time that LAUF, as she calls it, LA Urban Farms, is the best thing that's ever happened to our family.
0: <laughs> Once okay. Oh my gosh. This is, I mean, and it, you know, wow. Like, I would never even hear, okay, I'm stumbling upon my words because I just had this conversation. I'm going tangent here, but I just had this conversation. I'm 30 years old. I'm not in a serious relationship because, can I just put this out here? I am, I'm a vegan. I'm like an earth hugger. And I'm like, I cannot find anyone in LA that's, that will accept me for me, you know? And it's one of those things that it's like LA urban farms, you know? Like if everyone could just get a little taste of that and just, you know, list to these 12 year olds that are so okay. I'm going to way, way tangent here, but no, my, you're not.
2: And actually, I'm gonna go even more tangent. I'm, but, I'm thinking you would be very good friends with my niece and Wendy's. That's daughter. what I was
1: gonna say with Jessica, right? <laughs> I was gonna say that too. I think we're gonna help you meet somebody. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, so
2: sweet. no, but the thing, but
0: what I'm saying or trying to say is that you know, like, I'm not the typical 30 year old, and so then what I think about when I think, was it Mel that said her 12 year old? um said that it was you know her the best thing that ever happened to their family you know like I'm thinking to myself I'm scared to hoo-ha like to raise a child and if I ever have one in LA because you know there's so much exposure and toxicity and then when I think of LA urban farms I think of this like not even a cloud but like spurting you know those like filters on Instagram that are like glowing yeah, and beautiful. stuff yeah. yes it's like yeah. like from a tower garden it's like Cling, ling, ling, you know and it's like so like misty and, like goodness and That's and so, so it's sweet. like for a 12 year old to say something so mature like that it makes it gives me hope that like wow like you can truly embrace the power of what this child is saying and keep those kids going because they're our future and we need kids like that you know we need more for
1: you i'm thinking too is you know my advice is like just keep following your passion you just keep like staying in your lane and following your passion because by doing that you're like in this fast-moving flow where like these incredible people and organizations are just going to present themselves to you along with i i believe like the right, you know, person that eventually that you will be with, you just keep following your passion. It's absolutely going to happen. You're going to, like, it's it's all going to fall into place. I just know it. That's the cool thing about having a passion.
0: I know. And, you know, guys, I'm going to say this right now. Just being honest is my passion. I, I love speaking out about things that people need to hear about, you know. And, and sometimes, yeah, it does get me into trouble when I'm at the grocery store or even at the <laughs> farmer's market. And I, I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't eat that. Or I kind of – I don't get in a fight, but, like, certain – farmers. I'm like, do you spray? And they kind of muffle under their mouth. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like <laughs> don't lie to people, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the thing talking about like sprays
3: and pesticides and stuff. My middle child, Sophia, she has more like, um, you know, surface allergies. Like if she eats an apple from the store, yes. that's not anic, her lips. I mean, as beautiful as they may look, it's, it's, it's toxic to her mouth. Yes. Like her lips turn bright red. And that's another beautiful thing about our company is, you know, there's never pesticides or harmful chemicals or anything. And that's something that, you know, is awesome for my kids, especially, you know, kids that react to that kind of stuff.
0: Yes, I'm the exact, I'm like her I'm like her big twin. Um, same thing happens to me. I was living over in Southeast Asia for a while. I came back. I went to Whole Foods. I was so excited, you know, not have to go to the traditional market in a foreign country and go to a Whole Foods. And I was like, yes, I can have more papaya. I had papaya. Same thing happened. My lips swelled up. My throat closed up. It's those pesticides. Oh the I, am, I am like a walking allergy as well, and people are like, well, what can you, can you have? I'm like, well, I just have to be very clean, you know, and it's the same thing, and I think more people need to be aware of the society we live in, and that it is yeah. going through the air, it's in our soils, and, you know, with the process of the tower gardens, you guys are helping thrive more nutritional concepts, you know, just
1: health, Well, You know what's fun about that yeah. is that you know, any way you grow your own food, whether you're growing in the ground or growing it, you know, in Power garden or, with, you know, with the system that we're using, um, you have control over your food. So you know where your food is coming from. You know that you've used help, you know, a good, clean water source. You know you've mm-hmm. used organic seeds. You haven't used any harmful chemicals. You know, you're eating produce that's just been freshly harvested. So all, just knowing all that is, is so nice, you know, as a mom or for an individual, for anybody, just that, you know, you can actually have control over that. Yeah, there's something really there's something really powerful about that.
0: So let's move on to um, let's see here. What do I want to ask you? So we we understand kind of where you got the concept. It was from seeing it on the street in Santa Barbara, um, mm-hmm. and then
1: at a cafe. Yeah, at the cafe. The
0: cafe at and then you brought it into a full implementation. But where did you first? First, share your story and the product. Like how did you kind of do the lift off?
1: Okay, so the way we did the lift off was is that we just kind of dove in. Um we just kinda of dove in and we, we saw it and we, we put the three in our backyard, we fell in love with it, we met Tim, like I was saying, who's a developer, and that was that all happened like in July in August and then over those next 5 months until december we just we just went for it and we started setting up a website and doing the instagram and facebook getting all that set up and materials and everything and and just dove in and then by the by december of that same year so like 5 months later we put our first you know rooftop farm um, on the old Google building in Santa Monica that I had mentioned, and we put I think um, twenty towers up there, and we just started growing, and like we didn't even have anyone to even grow for, and that's when I was seeing my daughter Jessica was helping me, and under other wonderful lady named Courtney Guerra, and I was so shocked that like uh, like again like after like the twenty eight days like we had a rooftop full. Of the most beautiful produce that you would ever seen and then we're like oh no now what do we do with it i almost didn't want to touch it or eat it because it was so beautiful but then we thought well gosh we have to figure this out and, like who we're going to give it to and we started just giving it away to like um local chefs in the area in santa monica literally just like bringing baskets of produce for them to try and people were loving it so much and then we'd have them come visit the rooftop and then they would say gosh you know we want to try these in our restaurants and that's kind of how it started in one of our First uh, main locations was at the Sunset Gower Studios, which was the old Columbia Pictures, and uh, we that used to, we took an area that used to be a smoking area, which you can believe it, um, right by their old commissary, which served things like fried chicken and really unhealthy food. And this wonderful new chef came in. His name is Chef Helen Cavallo. Uh, she actually has her own cooking show on the Disney Channel called That's Fresh, and she's just one of our favorite people we've met on this urban farming journey and. She was taking over that commissary and opening up her new one called Food and Bounty, which was going to have like all farm to table. Her whole theme is real food, real fresh. And so, and so we heard about it and we decided to take that smoking area and transform it into this beautiful, you know, edible garden for her, which is like 15 steps from her door. And so we put the gardens there, and we started growing for Helen. And she started using all those ingredients and sprinkling it throughout her dishes. And and one thing that was really exciting was that the The studio next door is called Sunset Bronson, so there's Sunset Gower and Sunset Bronson. Well, the mayor of L.A., Eric Garcetti, was coming to Sunset Bronson for a ribbon cutting, and we had reached out to see if maybe he could come by Sunset Gower first to see the gardens because he has such a beautiful plan for sustainability for our city of Los Angeles. And I thought, gosh, you know, he would love the gardens because, you know, they use 90% less water than traditional gardening, and we were really in a a, – we still are, you know, with the drought situation here you know, in Los Angeles and California. It was so relative and and um, we thought he would love he would love the gardens for all the benefits of it. And so we tried to see if he could change his his route to come to Sunset Gower first, but they'd already, you know, planned it with L A P D and they couldn't change it. So I was kinda of disappointed and I thought, gosh, how will we get the mayor to see the gardens? And I woke up the next morning, I thought, you know, if we can't bring the gardens to the mayor, we'll bring, if we can't bring the mayor to the gardens, we'll bring the gardens to the mayor. And so I got to Sunset Gower early that morning. and We loaded them up on golf carts and we brought them over to the event at Sunset Bronson. And so it was so fun. And we had him right where he was walking past for the ribbon cutting. And I was standing right there and I got to get introduced, I was introduced to him right before he walked out. And when he saw the gardens and there were like hundreds of people at the ribbon cutting, he actually paused, and he was so taken back, and he said, my wife is going to love these because they'd had a beautiful garden at their home before they moved to the Getty House. And so the next day, the Getty House reached out, and we started conversations, and we put a farm right on the patio of their home at the Getty House. We have 14 of the gardens there, and we grow for you know the mayor and his wife, Amy, and, and their children. They're such an incredible family. And um, all the produce, you know, is grown for them, but of course they can't eat it all. So whatever they don't eat, uh, we donate to a wonderful organization downtown that used to be called LAMP, but is now called the People Concern, and they provide both temporary and permanent housing for the homeless. Yeah. So, and the mayor's so cute because every time we go there, because we come to a lot of events now at the Getty House, he always says, I'm your biggest marketer. I tell everybody about this. Uh. And, you know, thousands of people visit the Getty House from all over the world. So it's a great place to have them and to spread the vision. So that was really our first really, really, I would say, significant location here in Los Angeles at the here south.
0: Wow, I love it. I love it. And, <laughs> and, and to start, and may I add to start, you know, by turning a smoking area and then bringing the plants there because we all know that plants are the purification, you know, yes. like gods and goddesses. To you know, any environment, indoor, outdoor, so it's you're cleaning up that area, um, and spreading a little more good juju feng shui into the area too, and showing
1: people that you can turn trash into treasure. Um, and it's fun because the studio lot is basically all concrete. Yeah. So, you know, it's all just, and so it's really fun to see just like, wow, people don't people are so blown away when they see this huge edible garden right in the middle of this stuff a lot. It's, it's very unexpected. And yeah, it, and I think it really inspires people that in an urban setting, you know, you can you can grow your own food in unexpected areas. It kind of makes you think to sort of part of our mission statement is to hopefully we empower people to look at these unused spaces around us and to think about how we could use these unused spaces to transform them into places of local healthy food. I love it. I love it. Miss Miss Real Estate talking about
0: unused space, <laughs> the, the value of space. I love it. Um, That's so funny. So <laughs> do you guys know how many farms you have sold to date? So it's 2018. Do you know kind of how many you've sold? I know you started off with just uh, – Putting them up places and giving the food away, but then obviously in turn from that you hope that people will want to buy the farms or buy
1: buy the towers. Yeah, you know what I and I know um, this is something we've been asked before. I don't know the exact number, but it is a lot. We are the top seller of you know these gardens, both residentially and commercially. You know for the whole company. So, but I don't know the number. And I think, you know, you know what's
2: so funny because I know we've been it before, Wendy, but I think it's because honestly, we can all say it is just about the passion and the vision and, and, and sharing it with people. So to us, and this this is the absolute truth, like selling one or 100, it doesn't really, it, it's the impact we're making. So we don't really track that as much as we probably should because we just truly enjoy whether it's like you, you know, somebody gets one for their backyard and ends up loving it or whether it's. know over a hundred at a university
0: yeah it's more about it's more about uh quality over quantity because it's a it's more about with that one tower how many lives are you touching how many how many voices are then um impacting to the other people you know the people that you serve that one plant that one piece of lettuce you know hey, I got this from here, this tastes delicious, you know, and then on and on and on. So I, I exactly. Agree.
1: I totally agree exactly. on that. That's so true. And the, and the gardens, the neat thing about the gardens is it's really easy to scale up. So, you know, you know, we work with families in their backyard, they may just have one or three. And for that family, that's, it's it's huge for them, you know, and, and then all the way to working like with schools, like we'd like, Melanie and Jim were saying, we love working with the children in schools. And, And, you know, it's really the heart and soul of our passion and teaching about the life cycle of plants, you know, all the way to working with, you know, executive chefs at universities. And because most of these universities now have, like, sustainability programs, so it fits right in. so growing on a large scale with, like, 100 of them on a rooftop of, like, you know, at UCLA or at USC or Caltech and and then, you know, all the way to greenhouse growing. So it's it's all really inspiring. And I think that's a good point that you said, Jen. Even having one for somebody to kind of be, I think, part of the process of one of the miracles of life that you can plant a seed and that seed can grow into a beautiful mature plant that you can then harvest and enjoy. It's really, it's, it is miraculous.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so now let me clarify something else because I don't know if you already do this or if you're on your way to do this. Um, but you sell the, the tower gardens themselves you sell the tower gardens and tell how to use them correct um but also do you do kind of like a maintenance where it's almost like you know community gardens where people buy a plot um do people can people kind of like rent out like if they don't have even a space to put it in where they live can they kind of like rent one in like a little area where you have them in the city or something and use that in that zip code or park or wherever
1: Oh, I love that. That's a concept that we love. I mean, I love that concept of kind of having like a chef's garden. So, you know, you'd have a plot of land and then, you know, different people could, you know, each have their family name on their garden or different restaurants. We we don't have that now, but I love that concept. We do have a service team that, you know, takes care here in Los Angeles of all of our clients and we grow like over 30,000 seedlings a month. So like most of the people that we grow for, even though we always say, gosh, you know, we'll empower you to, you know, take care of your own garden. A lot of people in Los Angeles actually like to have, I think, because they're used to services, maybe like having their hair blow dried at home, having their dog groomed at home. It's nice to have their garden taken care of too. So even though it's simple enough to do it yourself, people enjoy the service. And so we do um, take care of most of our clients' gardens. And then Jen and Mel, you could talk about in Florida, Yes.
2: And and also in addition to the backyards, especially too as well, what you were saying in Los Angeles and on the West coast, you know, a lot of times, like when you're growing for chefs, it's not that they wouldn't enjoy doing it, but they're so busy as it is. So that's the fun part is getting the relationship with the chefs. And so we will do it literally from seed to harvest. And that's like our favorite part is the relationships that we get with those restaurants um, and with the chefs is we actually meet with them and we will do it literally Catherine from from seed to harvest where we'll, you know the gardens we are actually bringing the farm to their restaurants and so it's it creates the connection for for their you know for their diners and their patrons to be able to see where their food's coming from and we will plant and harvest exactly what they want on a oh, schedule cool. so, so you, you have do yeah. full, full service full service so you have the
0: gardens at the the, the consumer the 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 restaurants the the businesses, you have them at the location, they buy the towers and you maintain them.
2: Yes. Cool. Yeah. They, they have all different sorts of packages, but that's, I that's, that would say that's... that's the one that we do the most where we actually bring the farm to them. Cool. And we want great like seasonal menus for them. Uh-huh. And it's fun because we can actually grow things that it might be a little bit harder for them to get. And so we can, you know, we can actually sit with them and say, what would you like to grow for your menu for 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 this season and we can we can actually make it for them we can actually make own their own lettuce mixes for them which is really fun so they can actually have something personal that they want to grow and we will do it melanie melanie is is amazing at that she's like the little she's like the Picasso of the yeah. gardens She's <laughs> true <laughs> about we want to talk about i, mean, she well, was no, really I
3: was just say that Jen and i have so much fun i mean we've literally had chefs um you know we've you know we will go and talk about what we do. And we've had chefs say, that's amazing. Um, do you have any red chiso or chervil? And we'll never, never heard about red chiso, but, you know, we grow chervil. But if there's a something that a chef wants, even if it's not something that we have in the greenhouse, we always try to accommodate and, and now we grow red chiso and it's amazing and it's fun. And so it's, it's all about, you know, relationships and, and um, making it work with the chefs that we work with. And we get, you know, we get, you know, we bond with them and have fun with them and try to grow everything that um, they want for whatever menu they're putting together.
2: And I think they find it fun because they can be so creative. They can actually say, hey, I want to create my own, like I was saying before about those signature lettuce mixes. It's really fun for, for chefs who are so creative to actually sit with us and go, you know what? I want to do this lettuce mix. And it's really neat because then we allow them by bringing the farm to them and actually planting the seeds that they want and we'll go down and sit with them. They can create their own personalized menu items,
1: which is is really fun. They could have one head of lettuce that would have like five types of lettuces that they love in it. And it could be called, you know, for example, you know, the Jennifer or the Melanie Butterhead Lettuce. And it's a unique head of lettuce just for their restaurant. And they love that. Oh, of course and they what you, do. Of course they and do. And what you were saying, too, I just thought about, too, Jen and Mel, is, you know, when you were talking about the chef's garden, Catherine, is that is something that... You know, we hope to do at the Ferry Building in San Francisco. We're going to be putting a farm there. And, you know, it's such an iconic landmark building in San Francisco. And there's many, you know, wonderful uh, chefs in that area. And so we're talking to them right now about, for example, if we were to have, you know, you know, 10 of the gardens that each garden could be dedicated to a chef, you know, with their name on it. And we'd be growing something special for them that might be hard for them to get in that garden. So I could say, you know, so I really like that concept. Yeah.
2: It's it- that's so fun, and and I, you get it's just the, the other part about like getting to know the chefs and growing for them. It's so fun. Like now, there's like a lot of a lot of the clients that we grow for actually like what they call cocktail gardens, mm-hmm. and so the gardens right at their bars. And the bartenders are so creative, and they'll actually you know send us what they want us to grow for their for their cocktail towers, like you know mint and basil, like, like a mojito tower, oh, or you know or edible, fl- edible flowers in their ice cubes. I mean things that can really sprinkle and make like you know things so much fun. So it's it's really fun, all because you're uh, we're learning at the same time from them. I love it. About
1: to do. I know you have that one garden where they're growing celery for the Bloody Marys. I thought it was so. I had never heard this term of bar chefs, but now they're just more than bartenders; they're actually bar chefs. Oh. So they love having the gardens. I love it. Um, no, to make their drink really special.
0: This brings me to an idea, which I'm not going to say on the air, but maybe I can tell you guys behind closed doors sometime. Um, I've had a concept that's lingering in my head, uh, been lingering in my head. My mom's been kind of trying to push me to do it for a while. You know, she's like, I really think that's, you know, what you should be doing with, you know, just being honest. And so maybe in the future I will be doing it. And I, I, I think incorporating a tower garden would be a really good tip to that, but maybe I'll tell you guys that like a little more concept down the line, but I do want to ask you, um, one more question okay, here. Well, uh, let me see here. Um, what was I going to say? there were so many questions that were popping up in my head. Um, I know you kind of talked about, and I'll say this, like, uh, favorite accomplishments from the business, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, is just basically spreading what you guys should be spreading out
1: there. Yeah. Um, and the people that we meet for sure.
0: Exactly. But I do want to mm-hmm. talk about, um, really quickly because this popped into my head because you do seed to harvest. Tell me about, cause I'm very much a stickler about the integrity of the source. Um, where do you get your seeds and how do you know
1: that they're clean? Oh, sure. So we get most all of our seeds from a company called Johnny Seeds Online, and we get the 100% organic non-GMO seeds. And there are other, you know, great sources you can use too, but I would say that we get the majority of our of our seeds there. Oh, perfect. And um, was you asked about seeds and something else.
0: Um, uh, seeds? I think I was just saying the integrity of the seeds. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, because I said oh, seed really to love- harvest, but no, that's, that answered my question perfectly because I'm, I am that stickler that's like, how do I know if it's clean? How do I know that there's no residue on it? You know, people can eat quinoa, but did they know the proper way to really make quinoa? You know what I mean? Something kind of that, sure. that concept. And so I want to ask each of you ladies, um, starting with Mel, um, Mel, then Jennifer, then Wendy, um, what is your favorite item to grow?
3: Well, for me, I mean, I love growing, um, the cucumbers. Um, I like to grow them inside of, um, our greenhouse and outside of the greenhouse, just, uh, with my three girls. Um, cause it's, it's, it's something really fun to watch it grow. Um, you know, and, and like I told you earlier, self-pollinating the ones that are in the greenhouse versus, you know, learning about you know, the bees and other things, um, pollinating them outside of the greenhouse. And um, my my kids, all three of them, especially Ellie, my six-year-old, just love pickles. So we have so much fun making pickles out of our cucumbers. And I, I thoroughly enjoy growing, uh, you know, lettuce. I, I actually love everything. But if I had to pick one, I would probably
0: say the cucumbers. Cool. All right, Jen.
2: I'm going to have to say the edible flowers. Ooh. Um... I really didn't even know about edible flowers before we did this. And so I'm just fascinated with them. And I love, I love color. Um, so I love, I love being able to, you know, throw splashes of color into dishes that, you know, typically wouldn't have the color. And I just think it's so much fun and I love putting them in the ice cubes. And I, I just, I, to me, I guess maybe I'm a big kid, so I'd have to say the edible flowers.
0: I love it. All right,
1: miss Wendy. (laughs) <laughs> I would say I love the mint. The mint yeah. is, so, first of all, it smells so beautiful when you walk by it. and I love mint tea. It's my favorite, and it just grows like crazy. So yes. I love the mint, and I, I, I just think it's so much fun to watch the fruiting vegetables. Like, I have to say, like, I never knew, like, an eggplant comes from a purple flower, that the squash comes from a yellow flower, and, you know, and watching a strawberry come from a little white flower. It's so much fun just just to watch it grow, and I just, just appreciate the process so much. and. I think those are my favorite the fruiting vegetables
2: and the mint i love I that gonna... quote. i love that can, quote. can i add one other thing if you don't mind yes i hope you don't mind because i want to just go beyond edible flowers i would say that, that my favorite thing to see grow and and i do mean this is is the relationships that you make and the people that that you meet and the fact that you can that you're I, we personally are meeting people all over the country and now even in, in europe we have our gardens now at like ikea We're going for their corporate offices that Wendy's going to actually going to go see this summer. And so and we we actually had someone in Turkey who's the head of a a university in Turkey that was staying at a hotel at USC and saw the gardens. And now we're going for for his university. He's truly one of the most lovely men that we've that we've come across. And awesome. so, isn't he, And so you're, we're meeting just so many incredible people all over the world. So in addition to, you know, the things that we actually grow in the garden, I am going to be honest and say that it's the people that, that we're meeting and the relationships that we're growing. And to me, For it's sure, the biggest gift.
1: Mm-hmm. And getting to do it with family, sharing the passion with family. I guess that you helped us kind of think about if we were to say, right, it's the people that we meet, it's sharing our passion with family, you know, inspiring, hoping to make an impact all of those things
2: and, and maybe having a, maybe, maybe you'll have, a you know, a drink with them and I can throw in my edible flowers.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, Love that. You guys all, yeah, we're so grateful. We're one <laughs> we're of the we're very grateful
2: that has edible flowers in our ice cubes in our freezer right now. <laughs> you have like, this is, what? This has been so fun talking to you. It really has. This has been so, so much fun. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks.
0: Uh, I have one more question to all of you and then we're going to wrap it up. So you guys can go grow some edible flowers and cucumbers and um, and enjoy the sunshine. But okay, so one more question. We'll start in the same order. It's very quick. Miss Mel, what are you ready? What I'm ready. What is your honest truth that has led you on a path to success in maintaining a healthy lifestyle? Wow, I would have to go first. (laughs)
3: <laughs> <I'm> so what <laughs> if you
2: mail not me
3: <laughs> um, oh okay i'll I'll be dirty honest right now um for me, it's probably um it's it's doing what Jen and I do here on the East Coast has really put into perspective for me how many um people don't have the opportunity to have healthy food and good food and and so for me, it's helped me to get on a path of, um, healthiness, if that's the right term, but, um, you know, trying to, you know how they say, practice what you preach or lead by example. Um, for me, it's, it's okay. People are going to be watching what we do. Yeah. A lot of people knew I was a nurse or Jen's an attorney, but now they're seeing what we're growing and it's stuff that they're putting into their bodies. So it helps me to maintain the image that I want, for my body, for what we do for our living, does that make
0: sense? Yes, exactly, exactly. So kind of I'm practice not, what you preach. Sister. Far
3: from anything, I'm far from anything that you know. Maybe people would imagine, but you know, I'm, I'm a mom. I have three kids. I have two dogs. You know, yeah. I homeschool. I have housework. I have, uh, you know, so but I, I try my best to eat healthy and um, you know live what what we teach others.
0: Love it. All right, Jen. What's your honest truth that has led you on a path to
2: success in maintaining a healthy lifestyle? Well, that that's hard to follow, Melanie. But I, I would have to say I'm definitely a heart person. Yes. Um, so I, th- I think that I try to do everything I do with a lot of heart and, and kind of like you when you were saying integrity and it, like just trying to do everything I do, whether it's being a mom or now being on this beautiful journey with Melanie and Wendy and the rest of our family. I just, I just truly try to lead everything I do, every conversation, whether it's with a chef or somebody that comes up to us when we're servicing our gardens, and wants to know more about them. Um, I just try to lead everything I do with with honesty and and a lot of passion and heart, and and truly try to help everybody I can um, get to whatever their answer is. I try to help them with with you know with honesty and love, and like I know that we were just all together in Los Angeles. Um, last week, and we got to do one of the most beautiful things that I've done together so far with Wendy, Melanie, and our kids. We we actually grow for the LA Mission mm. with this one beautiful woman named Georgia, who her goal, and, and and we're on that journey with her, is to try to take this beautiful rooftop at the LA Mission. It's actually in a horrible area called Skid Row, and it's it's incredible what they do there and the people that they help, and we're trying to transform that rooftop um, of people that, you know, live there that are homeless with actual our gardens to actually take over the, the landscape of that building. And now we're going to have, I think right now, do we have 10 gardens up on top. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and you know, our goal is to have, you know, a whole rooftop. And, and the reason I bring in that and that answer is being being on that rooftop. Last week, and talking to Georgia, and, and to this lovely man there that was helping with the garden that that was homeless, it, it really brings you back to the heart. And why are you doing anything that you're doing? And for me, it's to impact whether I impact one person, um, or impact you know many people. I just try to to lead by um, you know, by love when I do whatever it is that I'm doing. And I've finally found something that I want to do forever. So, I, I hope that made sense. Of course, it does. And beautiful, Jan. Of course, it does. Uh, and I just want to. I want to thank my sister because I, I think one of the, the original questions at the beginning was who was the ringleader, and um, and who and Wendy definitely is the ringleader. For and sure. and, and we, <laughs> Melanie and I are forever grateful. And I, I can tell you, there's not a day that goes by that Mel and I don't say, whether to Wendy or to each other, that we are so grateful for Wendy for bringing us along for this beautiful,
1: beautiful journey. Hmm. I'm so grateful for them because I wouldn't want to do it without them. It's just, it's just so much fun.
0: Guys, bring me to tears. <laughs> okay, Wendy, your
1: turn. Um, what's your honest I, I think the truth? honest answer that comes right to my mind is it has to be my children, first oh. and foremost, because, you know, you want to be able to live the longest and healthiest and happiest life, you know, um, to be around for your children for as long as possible and for your children to have the longest, healthy, and happiest life so to make good choices so that they can. And I would say that my kids really have – has impacted me the most, like, you know, my my daughter, Jessica, and, and Tara, just with the way that, and all that they're learning about healthy eating and the options that are out there, I mean, they educate me all the time. Like, just the other day, my daughter, Jessica, took me shopping at Erewhon, and we went aisle by aisle, and she was, like, teaching me, like, how I could have, like, the good, yummy chocolate kind of tasting desserts I want to have, but without them having, like, gluten or dairy or sugar, yes. and I was so excited, like, we found the best chocolate cupcakes, you know, but, it's so much fun. I mean, and and they just inspire me so much. And my son Chase too. I mean, I think they're really just on the cutting edge of so much great knowledge of all that's available for them out there to make great choices. And um, they're always sharing it with my husband and I. So it's definitely my kids.
0: Ugh. Well, ladies, I cannot thank you enough for agreeing to just pop on the show and spread this love and light for helping the communities, helping the world thrive and just become a more healthy healthier and happier place um through color through the vision of color and taste and you know sharing a meal with someone um you know we just had the the late Anthony Bourdain you know he said um you can't you can't really know anyone until you share a meal with them and that's what you're doing is you're really uniting everyone together and you're having Striking up conversations with one another, people that may never even talk to one another. Like, hey, look what I grew. Hey, look at it. Oh, that's cool. How'd you do that? Da, 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 da. So it's really an honor to speak with you. I am so so grateful for just you starting this, and I can't wait to dive in more. I will be getting on my glasses and researching more and seeing how I can incorporate one in my life. And I want you to sh- please share with us um, your socials, um, your social media, so people can follow you. They can look at your websites, um, and we'll put those all in the show notes as well. But what are your what
1: are your connection pages? Oh, well, Catherine, first of all, you're so lovely. Thank you so much for having us. This is a treat for all of us. And our, our Instagram is just um, at LA Urban Farms. And, um, and the Facebook is at LA Urban Farms as well. Perfect. And um, yeah, those be in the website, just com.
0: Awesome. Easy. Awesome. And guys, we'll have those all in the show notes. Um, and also, oh, thank you, yeah, and also, um for our j b h listeners, we will have to come um maybe a little special something so you can get your hands on um an urban farm of your own, um because yeah. now's the time, and this is the place, and we all know you have the space for the place to uh, create your own thriving garden, ladies again, thank you so much. um this has been another wonderful amazing knowledge-based filled my head is about to explode episode of the just being honest podcast i hope you guys all enjoyed it um feel free to subscribe so we can come into your little apple earbuds or maybe you don't have an iphone who knows but your earbuds every single monday we have a new episode coming out so please hit the subscribe button if you have any questions at all any comments For us, we'd be happy to answer them. So comment, subscribe, rate us, review us, let us know what you're thinking and what do you want to hear. So we're on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, just being honest, being without a G. Again, we did it, guys. This is your host, KB, your health, nutrition, positive lifestyle manifestation coach. Until next time, kiss, kiss, hug, hug. Peace, love, ciao.